Hey, it's Erica. And today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about wilderness seasons. We're going to be talking about are you in one, how to know if you're in one, how to navigate a wilderness season, and what you can do so that you can come out in power. And before we get into it, I wanted to let you know that I've got a study coming up on this in just a couple weeks. You can join it and we can walk through this study together, the wilderness study. It's actually called How to Walk Out of Your Wilderness, a study for the girl who wants to walk out in power. And so as we go through today's episode, if you feel like this is something, this study is something that you want to be a part of, then you can jump in. You can just go to jesusgirlgang.com slash wilderness study. That's jesusgirlgang.com slash wilderness study. And it starts on October 3rd. Now listen, it's going to run through November 7th. So if you're listening to this episode and it's after November 7th, don't fret because I'm pretty sure that by that time, we'll have figured out a way to package this up and hand it to you as a self-guided study. So if it's before October 3rd, hop on in and let's do it live together. If you're listening to this episode later on, it's still going to be good. Either way, just go to jesusgirlgang.com slash wilderness study, and I'll see you on the inside. Now I want you to grab your Bible, your journal, and a pen, and let's go. Well, hey there, and welcome back to the Position of Prosper podcast. I'm your host, Erica Pyle, and today we're going to be talking about wilderness seasons. We're going to be talking about whether you're in one, what that's like to be in one, how you can optimize your experience while you're in one, and how you can come out in power. Now, I know that in the intro, I shared with you about a study that we're getting ready to to do together um, and that you have an opportunity to, to jump into that. But listen, even if you choose not to join us for the wilderness study, even if you choose not to do that, this episode is still going to be powerful in its own right. And so what I want to encourage you to do is what I shared just before the intro, which is grab your Bible, your journal, and a pen, and let's really dig into this because I truly believe that even just this episode will give you a lot to work with, a lot to meditate on, a lot to action into your life so that you can start to see that wilderness wilderness season produce and so that you can also learn how to walk out of that wilderness season in power. So today we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, what it looks like to be in a wilderness in a wilderness season and what the purpose of wilderness seasons are. I mean, I know that if you've been in one for a while and it feels real heavy, you might be like, there's no purpose in this. I'm just stuck. <laughs> it's like, no, God can can bring purpose and puts purpose into everything. Even pain has a purpose and even pain can produce. And so there is a purpose to your wilderness season and we can talk about that. Also, I want to talk in a, for a moment here about the risk of pressing the eject button. And uh, that's a, it's an interesting thing. So we'll get into that. And also what you can do instead of pressing the eject button when the wilderness feels like it's too overwhelming and you don't want to play anymore. And then finally, you can learn you know, how to properly exit out of these wilderness seasons and power. You know, these things shouldn't be going on forever. And so if that's been your experience, then it's quite likely that you've gotten stuck and there are reasons for that. And we can talk about how to get unstuck today. So it's, it's, this is a meaty episode. So I hope, like I said, that you have your journal and your pen so you can take notes. Um, but where I want to start first is the story in the Bible where we see Jesus going through a wilderness, right? So Luke chapter four is the story of the temptation 
of Jesus. And I wanted to read to you because I want to make sure that we're starting out founded in truth. And I want to tell you a little bit about, you know, the process of the wilderness and the phases. So the temptation of Jesus, it says, and Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit. He was ekbalowed by the Spirit into the wilderness for 40 days, being tempted by the devil. And he ate nothing during those those days. And when they were ended, when those 40 days that he was fasting were ended, he was hungry. No joke. And the devil said to him, if you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. And Jesus answered him, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. And the devil took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time and said to him, to you, I will give all this authority and their glory for it has been delivered to me and I give it to whom I will. If you then will worship me, it will all be yours. And Jesus answered him, it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. And he took him to Jerusalem and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down from here for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you and on their hands, they will bear you up lest you strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered him, it is said, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. And when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. Continuing in verse 14, this is what it says, and Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee, and a report about him went out throughout all the surrounding country. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified by all. He came out in power. So understand he was led into the wilderness by the Spirit, and he came out in power by the Spirit of God. So the touch of God is all over this wilderness season for Jesus, and we need to understand that it's the same for us. So if you've been taught, if you've been told, and if you've believed that a wilderness season, there's nothing good in it, it means that you've done something wrong, it means that you're stuck and that um, there's no good coming to you in this place until you can get out, that's a lie. And I just want to stop there for a second and let that resonate inside of your being. That's a lie. Even Jesus walked through a wilderness season approving because this wilderness scene here in Luke 4 is actually just one of the phases of the wilderness. There are two other phases that happen in a wilderness season. And this one that's being shown here in Luke chapter 4 with Jesus is just the proving phase of the wilderness season. We get into the other two phases in the study, just so you know. But I wanted you to see this because I think that a lot of times when we're thinking about, am I in a wilderness season, we start to think that, well, you know what? I'm stuck. I'm overwhelmed. I'm over it. I feel like a failure. I feel like nothing I'm doing is working. I can't hear God. I'm not effective. And I just want to quit. And I'm just at the point of whatever. I'm just going to settle here. Those things aren't all indicators of a wilderness season. Many times what those things are, are indicators that you haven't properly assessed your wilderness season and you don't know how to properly walk it out. And so what what happens there is you're in the wilderness and just like for Jesus, the Holy Spirit can lead you into wilderness season because there is a point to a wilderness season. Now, you're not meant to live in wilderness season your whole life. There, There is this concept that Graham Cook talks about. He has um, both a book and a talk that he does on this called Hiddenness versus Manifestation. 
And in this teaching, he talks about the fact that, you know, even though we live in a habitation culture before the cross, it was a visitation culture where the spirit of God would come and visit his people. Um, After the cross, we now live in a habitation culture, but it doesn't change the fact that we go through seasons where sometimes it feels like God is distant, where we're not experiencing him viscerally um, and practically, like we're not feeling him emotionally in a moment. And maybe he feels distant. He doesn't feel like he's talking to us all the time. That's a season of hiddenness. And then you've got seasons of manifestation, which is where God's talking all the time. Everything's working out. The blessings are coming to fruition. Promises are coming to fruition. You're celebrating. You feel him. It's all the things. But there are different purposes to those two different seasons. And hiddenness is the season of the wilderness. Okay. And, um, and manifestation is, is a different season and there are different purposes for those two things. And so you need to understand that the wilderness that God leads you into and that you might find yourself in right now has purpose. And if you will sit with the Lord and begin to ask some specific questions, you can start to see upgrades and opportunities in the midst of your wilderness. And this will make it less likely that you will feel stuck that you'll feel overwhelmed, that you'll feel like it's not working. You have to understand that there is a purpose in the wilderness. And the reason that you've been there for so long is because most likely you believed a lie. You believed a lie that somehow this was punishment or that somehow you did this did something wrong or that it's never going to end and that it's always going to be like this and that God maybe doesn't exist and that he doesn't see you and he doesn't hear you and that you can't hear his voice. And now you've gone down the road and something that God gave you a wilderness season where you can learn how to obey the voice of God without feeling him. It's kind of like when you take a test, the teacher stays silent and you just do what you can from memory and from study. That's what a wilderness season is like. There's a testing, there's a proving that happens. Look in Luke 4. Look at Jesus. He's in there and he's having a proving moment. The devil comes and tempts him three times. And what Jesus does is he uses the word of God and it proves his foundation. And so even when you go into a wilderness, Okay, that is what's happening for you in the wilderness is the Lord is giving you an opportunity to prove out the truth, to prove out the promise over your life, to prove out your identity, to prove out what he has said over your life. And we get a choice in there about what we're going to feel about that, how we're going to experience it, what we're going to believe when we're in the wilderness. And those are things that can really take you out if you don't understand what it looks like to successfully walk through a wilderness. And if you're believing I'm bad, I'm wrong. God isn't real. His ways don't work. I'm stuck here. I'm never getting out. I might as well just settle. And you create your whole lifestyle around a wilderness season. You're going to be in danger, friend, because you were made for more than just a wilderness season. You were made to come out in power like Jesus and to get out there and to begin to make a sound like he did and that it would glorify God. So Luke chapter one, starting verse one, all the way to verse 15, really is a place that you should consider when you're thinking about, am I in a wilderness? And also, what's the purpose of the wilderness? You know, So we talked a little bit about hiddenness versus manifestation, but the thing is, there are these different things that are available when you're in a wilderness season. There are things that aren't possible when you're in manifestation as opposed to when you're in this hiddenness or this wilderness. You know, in manifestation, it's like God is just present all the time. You're celebrating all the time. You're getting blessed all the time. It just feels so good. Can I tell you something? 
You don't learn well in an environment like that. You're just so stimulated. So you can give testimony to the glory of God. You can tell people about God. You can see things happening, but we don't actually learn very well in a season like that. Where we learn best is in a season of hiddenness and the wilderness because it's quiet, because we have time to think. We have time to dig deep. We have time to process and we have time to practice what it looks like to stand on the word of God no matter what. And when we commit to that, when we understand what's available for us in a wilderness season, we'll stop kicking against the goats. We'll stop trying to find a quick fix, a quick way out. We'll stop trying to rush our way to the exit. Because quite frankly, if you don't do the work that's there for you in the wilderness, when you press that eject button, I want to tell you something, friend. What I have found myself and what I have found with others as I've walked with them through wilderness seasons is if you try to press the eject button and eject yourself earlier than going all the way through the wilderness, what you're going to find is something that I call a wormhole. Here's the thing. The Lord loves you so much and he orders your steps. And when he brought you into a wilderness season, even if you feel stuck right now, even if you feel like it's too long, even if you feel like um, you know, you're overwhelmed and you just want to quit and you want to settle and just say, you know what, this is the best that I'm ever going to get. Understand something that doesn't change the fact that God had a purpose leading you in there and that he wants, he wants you to find the upgrades that he's placed there for you because he wants you to come out in power. He wants you to come out in his power. And that's not going to change. So here's the deal. You press the eject button. You think that you're getting out of the pain. You think you're getting out of the discomfort. You think you're getting out of the test. But what I have found time and time again is that right there at that eject button, when you step out of that door, it's a wormhole. And God in his grace and in his mercy will bring you right back to the same place so that you won't miss an upgrade and so that you won't miss the blessing of the wilderness. How gracious is he? How merciful is he in that? Now you might be like, no, (laughs) it's like Groundhog Day. But this is the place where you need to really trust the Lord and say, you know what? There is a purpose to this wilderness. And if I will walk through it the way that he's showing me to with a belief that says God has something for me here and he's strengthening me and he's refining me and I'm learning and I'm going to come out in power when it's time to, then you will really harness the power of a wilderness season and you will avoid the wormhole effect. So don't do that. So what can you do instead? Like if you're not going to press the eject button, if you're not going to try to just settle, you know, for less, if you're not going to just settle into the lifestyle of complaint and whining and dissociation and just, you know, being overwhelmed or um, being bitter and disappointed, what can you do instead? I believe that you can value the wilderness season because you know that the wilderness season has a purpose and its ultimate goal. God's ultimate goal in bringing you through a wilderness season is that you would come out in his power. I think that instead of, you know, worrying about all that other stuff, you could really start to pursue the Lord about what upgrades are available for you in the wilderness. God, what do you have for me here? How do you see this wilderness? What do you say about it? Remember the four questions that we talked about uh, about 10 episodes ago? That plays a part here. Do you know how to sit with the Lord in your wilderness and ask those four questions? Because if you'll do it, right, the four questions are, God, what do you see? What do you say? Number one. Number two, God, what does this mean for me? 
Number three, God, what's my responsibility, my role, and my permission in this? And number four, God, what's my next best step? Oh my goodness, those are some stinking powerful questions to ask when you're in a wilderness. Those will keep you from getting stuck. Those will keep you from getting bitter and disappointed. Those will keep you from trying to press that eject button. And those will keep you on the path to coming out in power. And when you do ask those questions, and when you do value the wilderness, and when you do pursue the upgrades, and you learn, and you're refined, and you're proven, there's going to come a moment when you will be able to exit in the power of God, not through the eject button, not because you threw a tantrum, not because you freaked out, right? But because God says, now is the time of your favor. It's time to come out. And he will bring you out just like he did with Jesus in power. And it's going to bring something to your ministry. It's going to bring something to your sound. You're going to be more confident. You're going to be bolder. You are going to have more of a sense of what he's called you to. You're going to be clear. And it's going to be, it's going to, your road in front of you is just going to be more obvious. And you're going to know, you're going to know what to do next. And so I really want to encourage you to take some time. You know, this this is a very uh, power-packed kind of 20 minutes of an episode today because I didn't say very much, but if you would read Luke chapter four for yourself, and then you would start to work through some of the things that I mentioned in this episode, and if you would commit to sit down with your journal and your pen and start to work through those four questions with the Lord as it regards your wilderness season and where you're at right now and whether you feel stuck and overwhelmed and bitter and over it and whatever, right? If you'll sit and you'll do the work, if you'll take some time with the Lord and you'll do it, I believe that this short episode has the potential to change your life. Now, if you want to go even deeper If you want to do a study like this over the course of five weeks with me leading you with uh, discussion sessions every single week on Thursdays, if you want a workbook that goes along with this, that guides you through the process and asks you a lot of the questions that you need to be asking, if you want to do this in a community, then I want to encourage you to come and join the Wilderness Study with me. We start on October 3rd. It goes through November 7th. You're going to have access to the materials. Even if you can't make the live sessions, you'll be able to get the replays. We're going to have them in a special members area. You're actually going to get invited into our Jesus Girl Gang membership for the month. That's my online membership, um, discipleship mentorship. It's a membership. And um, yeah, we're inviting you into that community for the month as we do this study all together. And so you'll get a chance to see what it's like to do studies like this inside of a community where you can be sharpened, you can be encouraged, you can be supported. Um, and it's just so much, it's so much better to do together um, because of that interaction. So you get all of that. And um, and yeah, you can do it live with me if you're listening to this episode before October 3rd. Um, even if it's a little bit after October 3rd, you can still jump in. But here's the deal. If it's after November 7th, don't stress because I am sure that by the time we're done, we will have figured out a way to put this together and package it as a self-guided study so you can do it as well. And you'll have all the replays. You'll have everything that you would have had had we done it live um, just as a replay format. Sound good to you? 
All right. I'm really excited. I hope that you'll plan to join me um, to go deeper into this concept of coming out of your wilderness season and really valuing it while you're there. So if you want to do that, head on over to jesusgirlgang.com slash wilderness study. Sorry about that. Jesusgirlgang.com slash wilderness study. And I'll see you on the inside. All right, friend. Until next time, I pray you have a really great week and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.